Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Welcome to College Hockey Southwest Weekly, brought to you by Boost Mobile, where you never need a service contract and every plan comes with your own mobile hotspot and 99% nationwide coverage. By Summer Skates, personalized shower shoes or koozies for yourself or the entire team. Go to icetimehockeysw.com slash partners and order yours today. By OxyPow, our chemical-free line of cleaning products gets the funk out of your equipment or office. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Whether it's the Jive Chicken Sandwich or the Double Brisket, we are the best in barbecue Las Vegas style. By M-Drive, you're not too old. Go to mdriveformen.com for all of your men's health needs, from multivitamins to workout recovery. M-Drive for energy, stamina, recovery. UNLV Hockey, play ACHA Division I in Hockey Mad Las Vegas. By Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com. No one knows goalie and their equipment better than we do. Caesars Resorts and Casinos. An iconic vacation awaits you no matter which Caesars Resort you make your destination. And by the NCHC and NCHC.tv. Subscribe to watch all of the action of the league's eight teams, home of college hockey champions. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the Ice Time HockeySW.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Welcome in, hockey fans, NCAA hockey fans to be specific. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy joining you tonight from beautiful Denver, Colorado. I came down from the mountains, beat the snow, and uh, got down in the rain and my co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, joining me from beautiful Long Island, New York. So, Paul, how are things? Um, I don't know. I beat the snow down to my basement. You know, I mean. <laughs> oh, they were forecasting snow, and I was going like, I'm at 8,500 feet. Uh, can I just get down this windy 8, mountain? 8,000? It's, it's beautiful. It's beautiful up there, Okay. But I, I didn't want to try to negotiate snow. I, I haven't driven in snow in a while, and I didn't want to do it uh, yeah, right now in ride, October. But, so uh, it was so beautiful. I got myself. Oh, awesome! That's it good really was. You know, um, it's supposed to be kind of nice. Oh, we're supposed to get back up into the high seventies, low eighties by the end of the week. So, oh, that's the same forecast for for Colorado after we get through Thursday and Friday with possibly a dusting of snow here in Denver, um, it's going to be uh, back to uh, back to the 70s for the weekend. So well, it is, I'm looking that, forward to that. That's kind of the weird thing about Denver weather, isn't it? It is. I mean, as it far is. as I know, it, it, that, that it, when, when you talk about, like a lot of people talk about Florida, wait a few minutes and the weather changes. Um, I think it goes to, I think Denver's extremes in that. I think, like you said, one day you get a snowstorm. You know, get a couple of inches, and the next day it melts because they're back up in the seventy high seventies. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Uh, anyway, I am back at uh, the beautiful La Quinta uh, Hotel and Suites. They gave me another nice two room suite, so I'm happy about that for a couple of days. Mm, and then moving over to our newest, soon to be newest partner, Drury Hotels. I've never stayed in a Drury, and I'm looking forward to it because uh, I understand you get hot breakfast. Right. And a, a happy hour where you get hot food and, and drinks every day. So looking forward to that. Okay. Um, yeah, okay. 
As, like I said, uh, you know, I don't get the celebrity <laughs> treatment. I get the basement. Uh, so let's dig into this. It's the official start of hockey now, a professional while any wise anyway. Right. It was uh, opening night tonight. NHL. Yep, opening night. Uh, still got a period to go in uh, in Tampa, and then they move over to Vegas for the Golden right. Knights and the Kraken. But that's right. the professional side. I want to talk that's about right. the college side because our guest tonight. Uh, and we were supposed to have the other Micheletti, but I think he just backed out because he was just a little worried about us razzing him about him having to go to Mankato and get beat the first night and all that stuff. But anyway, we got the best Micheletti. We got Alex back uh, to tell us what happened. Yeah, it was a split. Uh, so we'll get into that in a minute. But this weekend, and another reason why I'm still in Denver this week, is a huge series early in the year between Denver and Air Force. Uh, mostly because it's an in-state battle. And um, today I had a chance to visit with a couple of players at Denver and uh, Coach David Carl, and I said, tell everybody what it means to, to do battle against Air Force and beat Air Force because here's, here's a couple of unique things. Um, they don't go down there and play two, and then the next time they play two up here. Right. No, they split it. So Friday, Denver's going to go to Air Force, and we're going to see right. that beautiful new remodeled arena. Right. Um, and then they're going to come back Saturday and play in Denver. So, um, y- you know, y- you got to adjust, right? You got home ice and you got to wait back to back two nights. So we'll look forward to that. Um, Coach well, Carl also uh, talked a little bit about his team. So we'll get into that in just a minute. And then, of course, Colorado College heading out to Union, the, uh, the alma mater of their new coach, Chris Mayotte. So that'll right. be exciting. And, of course, in Arizona – the Arizona State Sun Devils are going to host the uh, University of New Hampshire, which is all uh, a whole bunch of important hockey games for every team. Yeah. But let's let's start right with Denver Air Force. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the so, pro- they, now listen. Let, let, let's not kid anybody. Um, as much as we love uh, Frank, because he just he's the czar. And nobody can take that away from. I'm going to say it all the time, so I don't care. I'm going to see. I'm going to see the czar tomorrow. Right. Um, I, he, they gave me 15 minutes with him, and I said, "Good lord, I might get one question. That's it." Well, that's all it takes is one question. Um, but um, this is at least on the ice, uh, one sided. This is, you know, the the the. the Air Force has got their work cut out for them. It'll be a huge, huge measuring stick for them. Um, obviously, they're not going to play to not win. But um, we know how this works. And uh, this is a, a, a step up in class uh, for just about anybody, actually, when you play in Denver. So... Um, but the, the, the wins and losses on the ice are pretty one-sided if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and, um, yeah, correct. And so, and nobody should be surprised by that, but you know, this is, this is a chance for air force to kind of, uh, back up what they've done so far between beating Colorado college in the exhibition game and going out there and punching Michigan State in the mouth in the first game on Friday. Um, like I said, this could be a good measuring stick for them. Um, and, and, you know, if they can hang around and and 
and and and enforce their will on Denver a little bit um, and get a great weekend out of Alex Schilling. Uh, it, it could well, set up Air Force for a really strong conference season. Alex Schilling won't be distracted by me because he basically said that he couldn't see me this week because he's got classes. So well, uh, while he's got class, obviously he's smart enough uh, not to. <laughs> okay, so so let me break it down for you. This is another feature game for us. It's a spotlight right. game. Um, I visited with Denver today. Talked to uh, Coach Carl, as I said. Talked to a defenseman, um, Mr. Mayhew, uh, Kyle Mayhew, and also visited with the the uber talented Carter Savoy, who is just unbelievable. Anyway, so I got that out. Tomorrow I go down. I'm going to visit with uh, Frank Serratore and then visit with um, uh, Willie. Is it Rhyme or Ream? Uh, I believe it's I, I'm going to check. I, I think but, it's Ream, but I'll, I'll double check. Um, you know, the good thing about that is, you know, that email that you sent me probably has a yeah. pronunciation guide in there somewhere. Yeah, it might. Uh, and then Luke, uh, Luke Rowe as well. So we're going to talk to uh, both of them and uh, and get uh, their side of things. And it might be the first time, or it will be the first time, I think, that I'll get a chance to see Air Force practice unless Frank gives me the boot. We'll find out when I get there. But that's the plan for tomorrow. So that'll yeah. be our spotlight game. Uh, Colorado College, as I said, traveling to Union. Um, again, they, they get away from the distraction of the new right. arena and all the stuff. Uh, in Colorado College, but they're going to have the distraction now of everybody wanting to talk to coach about what it's like to come back and face your alma mater. So, well, yeah, but I don't for them. Well, first of all, if you're at Air Force and they decide to give you a 21 gun salute, just make sure the guns are pointing up and not across. That's one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And okay. two, the, uh, the distraction might be for the coach. I, I don't know if it's as much for the players since th- there's really no connection for them with union. But yeah, yeah, true. You know, I mean, the question that they're going to get most more than likely is, well, do you want to win this for your coach? Right. Well, okay. But we want to win it for us too. I mean, it's not just about winning for the coach, right? Right. So let's tie this all in Uh, Colorado college and union Colorado college goes in. Oh, one and one union. Oh, two and oh, and, oh, yeah, Union just got beat twice last weekend by the University of New Hampshire. Correct. Um, which is on its way to Arizona State. We're going to get into that in just a second. Uh, I do want to say that um, firepower is a problem for both these squads, I believe, because uh, uh, goals four for the year for Colorado College, two. two. Uh, for Union, three. three. Um, goals allowed for Colorado College, three. For Union, seven. Um, so, they, they don't score much. They don't give up a whole heck of a lot. So that'll be interesting to see what happens. And then uh, last, certainly, but not least, at Oceanside, last ride at Oceanside, hashtag, um, those so will be another series. And uh, that series um, is – what can you say about Arizona State's offense? Let, let, me, let me just read these. New Hampshire should stay the- out of the penalty box. <laughs> oh, I mean, goodness honestly. gracious, yeah. Uh, but but Arizona State's got two things. They got just a tremendous power play. And then Matthew Copperud has uh, nine points already. Josh Doan leads the country in, with, in assists with six and has seven points. Uh, Tim Lovell uh, has six points. 
Uh, Colin Tyson has four points, and Jack Becker's got three points. Okay, right. Everybody on um, New Hampshire's roster, they have two guys with three points, right? And they have two guys with two points and one with one. So the firepower side, um, at least on the power play, belongs to Arizona State. Um, here's the thing, though: Arizona State, uh, they've given they've scored 13 goals, but they've given up 19. Ouch. That one hurts. Uh, look yeah. at New Hampshire. They've scored seven, but only allowed three. Right. So um, something's going to have to give in this series. And you and I talked about it. You told me straight up um, they need to win these two. And I mean they, I mean Arizona State. Yeah, I don't think there's any question about it. I, I don't know if other people will agree with this. Um, but uh, you, they need to win this and kind of right the ship. Um, they need to get their five-on-five game straightened out. Uh, they need to stay out of the box as well. I don't care that their penalty killing was seven for seven on Saturday against a, a team like Denver. How often is that going to happen? Yeah, well, let stay me tell you something about that. Let me tell you something about that. Um, the first thing that Denver did today, when I was going to stay for practice, but I had other things to do. Um, so when I was there, they were going over to the practice rink to uh, work on power play and penalty kill. <laughs> that was first on the list before they yeah, even went yeah, over to the big yeah. rink. So they know where they have to improve. Um, Coach Carl, as you'll see when we put it up uh, on YouTube and on the website, that um, he's confident that they're going to get going. He's confident that his team is uh, is gelling. He thinks that his team is uh, maybe a little farther ahead in the camaraderie, if I can use that word for his team, uh, than he thought they might be. So uh, team chemistry is pretty good. So that's going on. Um, we're going to take uh, a quick break here, and we're going to come back because there was a huge series last weekend. We had Alex Micheletti on to talk about it, uh, right. the preview it. I think he stole um, his father's uh, his father's phone, but you know what do I know? <laughs> Minnesota State and uh, and um, St. Cloud State did battle in right. a two game series in Mankato this weekend. Though, as long as we're talking about previews, oh good lord, there's oh, an yeah. icebreaker tournament oh. on the 15th and 16th at my alma mater, the University of Minnesota Duluth Amsoil Arena. Uh, yeah, uh, and we're gonna uh, we're gonna see Minnesota State versus Providence in the first game, right? And Michigan versus Minnesota Duluth in the second game, and then uh, they're gonna flip flop. Winners get winners, losers get losers. Um, how do you want to see that? Minnesota State, Michigan, Minnesota Duluth, and Providence uh, right, on October fifteenth and sixteenth. I mean, that could be a Frozen Four, right? <laughs> it certainly could be. It you know, certainly could um, be. You also have this weekend, you have uh, a home-and-home between St. Cloud and uh, that other maroon and gold team. Yeah, uh, yep. Michigan Tech, has, series. Michigan Tech has to uh, come down off the high, a sweeping at Wisconsin to play Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Yep. And, um, uh, Army's got to look out because they're playing at Wisconsin this weekend after they got swept at home. Um, and it is going to be... Uh, I'm sure that those kids in Wisconsin are, shall we say, cranky? Yeah, I would say so. So Okay, let's take a quick break. Let's come back and let's bring Alex McLeavy on and, uh, and talk a little uh, hockey when we get, uh, we get rolling here. Just hold on two minutes and uh, we'll be right back. 
nation's best college hockey conference. Ready for you, wherever you are, however you want to watch. Your favorite team is on nchc.tv. On your phone, tablet, or stream to your TV. Subscribe now to watch the best in college hockey at nchc.tv. If it's nchc hockey, it's on nchc.tv. Ask any hockey player in the desert southwest, and they'll all tell you the same thing. We love going to the rink and sandals. Now you can show off your game in style with summer skates. Officially licensed summer skates are comfortable, washable, and can be designed to show off your fandom. Phil Kessel, your guy? Big William Carlson fan? Or is Austin Matthews the man? Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player, or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available, too, for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice? Our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable. Show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or BehindTheMask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at BehindTheMask.com. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This is indeed College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Scott Strandy with you from beautiful Denver, Colorado tonight. My co-host as always, Paul Hornstein, out on beautiful Long Island, New York. And it's our pleasure to bring back the best of the Michelettis. Uh, he was so good last week, we said we got to have him back again. Um, and, and, you know... I, I know Ken Linsman had a speaking engagement. <laughs> Alex, Scott, Scott, and Paul with you tonight. Uh, thanks for coming on, my friend. How are you doing? Good. Yeah. Thanks, uh, thanks, fellas, for having me back on. Uh, you know, I'm always available. So, well, listen, <laughs> so, it's good because I'd rather. I mean, I get tired of talking to Scott. I'll, I'll talk to somebody that actually knows what the hell they're talking about. <laughs> Alex, I'll I'll uh, go behind the scenes a little bit. When we finished last show with you on. Um, I got a text from Paul about, I don't know, 30 seconds after the show was over. I think he goes, I had a whole bunch more to talk about. We ran out of time. So I'm going like, oh, this is cool. We're going to get you back on again so we can talk not only about what happened, but uh, Paul and I uh, opened the show by breaking down what's happening on our four NCAA teams here in the Southwest. And, um, man, what a huge icebreaker tournament going on at University of Minnesota Duluth and Amsoil Arena. So uh, before we even wrap up last week, just tell me your thoughts on this. When I say Minnesota State versus Providence, Michigan versus Minnesota Duluth, go ahead. 
Yeah, um, uh, I think Nate uh, Lehman, the coach of Providence, said it best today uh, during his presser. He said, uh, it's going to be big boy hockey this weekend. So, I mean, oh, yeah, yeah it, it, I, I was listening to you guys right before I was on, too. It, yeah, uh, like you said, it could be a, a Frozen Four uh, preview for Boston. Um, you know, just amazing, amazing teams. A lot of, a lot of really, really, really good talent that's going to be playing in the NHL uh, here very, very soon. I'm kind of hoping for uh, um, a Mankato uh, Michigan game because it would be a lot of fun to see those uh, first round picks go up against Dryden McKay, uh, you know, and see if uh, Dryden can shut down those, uh, those young studs. So, uh, but either way, um, you know, we're going to see some great hockey in Duluth. Um, just, just amazing teams. Uh, some of, some of the best coaches in college hockey um, coming up this weekend too. Now, I don't uh, – my background, my depth of, of, of recognition for college hockey at, at any in-depth level other than uh, just as a fan, is, it goes back about six years. And in the sure. six years that uh, we've been doing, the, you know, that I've been following this in depth because, uh, let's face it, you know, when, when your school uh, – uh, decides to start a team, it makes you uh, follow things a little bit closer. I don't remember in the last six years where the early non-conference schedule had games like last week and this week coming up. I, I don't. I maybe it happened and I and I wasn't cognizant of it, but I don't think so. No, I've I've never seen anything like this. Um, like I said, I uh, I got to see one versus two uh, this past weekend, and I, uh, that was. For the second week in, in college hockey, that was that was something else. It it, it felt like a playoff um, atmosphere. It's it's so much fun. I, I hope it's a trend that continues. I um you know I think I think it's good for these teams too because it prepares you for um, playoff time and uh, the NCAA tourney. And plus, um you know college hockey is a little bit different than college basketball. I mean the right. you know the pairwise determines you know it's all computers that determines uh who makes the the tourney so yeah if you can uh if you can get some big wins early against you know teams that are probably going to be there in april it's huge you, you look like you look at mankato they went on the road and swept uh umass who i expect to probably win the hockey east so i mean to do that and a team that you know was hanging up a banner the first week it's <laughs> uh, it was it was impressive so yeah it's it's good um you know now you got you know, this weekend too, you got St. Cloud, Minnesota. That's going to be oh. you know, another <laughs> another top five matchup. Um, yeah. So it's just it's it's crazy. I love it. And it's only it's one crazy. game, but BC uh, BC is playing Northeastern too. So that's yeah. another <laughs> game. Man, top, just, two teams that hate each other too. So it's, yeah, well, yeah. we love that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's great. So I want to ask you about your uh, your father, the aforementioned Ken Lindsman lookalike, or or style stylistic <laughs> that he got uh, roughed up in the pen, in the uh, press box um, uh, this weekend. But um, how is he going to handle that? St. Cloud State in Minnesota. Yeah, it's, it's you know it's two of the teams that he helps uh, helps cover. It's uh, it'll be be interesting. It's going to be. It's gonna be real fun hockey. You know, you got uh, Matsko. Gonna he'll be back uh, in in St. Cloud where he uh, coached um, too. So um, yeah, those you know, like I, I like I just mentioned too, two teams that uh, don't really like each other and uh, you know old uh, uh, WCHA rivals. And so yeah, it's gonna be a blast uh, 
St. Cloud has their homecoming this weekend too. So, uh, you know, the fans will be uh, jacked up and it's a, it's a home and home. So both fan bases can, can travel to to each barn. And so I hope Mariucci's packed and I hope uh, the herb is, is packed up in St. Cloud too. Well, uh, listen, I, I, I heard minute, Paul, hold on a minute, ahead. Paul. I got to give Alex props because a, he, he keeps coming back with Mankato. He just came with herb and Herb uh, Alex, Brooks. tell tell Herb tell, Brooks. Herb <laughs> hold on a minute, Alex. <laughs> Alex, tell tell Paul what they call that arena up in Grand Forks. Yeah, the Herb. Yeah, Herb Brooks. Are, you know, um, uh, no, you no, know, up in Grand Forks. You, oh, yeah, Grand I know Forks. What you're the Ralph. Cloud. Sorry, sorry, the Ralph. Yeah. You mean Ralph Engelstad <laughs> Arena? Yeah. No, I, 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 Alex, this is. I have two things. I, the guys, uh, they have to. You know, it's. Uh, Guys have their names on the on the buildings, or gals have their names on the building. Use the names, and the other thing is, it's not it's not zero, it's nothing. It's not zero. It, those are my two things that make me absolutely. Uh, I know there's it's, a third. There's yeah. a third. There's a third. It's called the magic number. Well, it's one because that's what every coach will tell you. It's one. Uh, <laughs> Alex, the, the kicker behind that one is uh, every year I predict uh, how many wins it's going to take for our four teams to, uh, to basically get a lock into the NCAA tournament. It's not scientific. It's just my way of, of looking at things and going like, okay, if you get this many, you're pretty much a lock. So uh, I, I like to throw that out there at the beginning of the year and then keep producing it as our teams win. And and Paul keeps coming up with the fact that it's only one. So that's our running battle. I just had to get that out there. So thank you for, for standing up and giving me the Mankato, the Herb, and the Ralph. Yes, yep, I love it. <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, what, what, one of the one of those guys basically built an entire program, and you know, and 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 the other guy basically put U.S. hockey on the map. So let's just call him by his first name. Let's let let's not let people remember who that they are. You know, he's uh, he's definitely smiling down, seeing six teams uh, in uh, in the state of Minnesota playing Division One college hockey. Now it's it's incredible. It's it's awesome. Uh, you know, hopefully. <laughs> You know, St. Thomas is 0 4. They, they they're having a tough start, but uh, you know, I think uh, in the long run they'll they'll be pretty uh, pretty damn good. Well, listen, I mean, it, it's not like they don't have a base to recruit from. Um, there's there's there's, and, and I'm sure they'll get better as the season goes on. But you know, when when you're starting from scratch, uh, you know, unless you have seven first round draft picks on your team to start with. Uh, you're going to take your lumps, especially early. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, they, they have the right coach too, Enrico. Um, you know, he knows how to build a program. You know, he, he was so successful uh, with Miami for so long. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's key. I think them getting an arena at some point too uh, will be huge. Um, and like you said, um, they were recruiting in the best uh best state for uh, getting college hockey prospects. So, um, yeah, um, they should be up, up and going uh, near the top of the uh, CCHA uh, very soon. Okay, Alex, uh, go give us a little recap of what you saw this weekend. It was a split at mm -hmm. Mankato. Yeah. Um, Minnesota State came out first and got the, uh, got the first night win. And then, as you would expect, St. Cloud came back. But uh, tell us about the two games, what you saw. Yeah, um, not a lot of room for either team the entire weekend. Um, it, it was the the scoring chances were limited for for both nights. Um, you just uh, you couldn't 
couldn't get a uh, clean, clean shot off the, the entire weekend. Um, both games were really fast. Not a whole lot of special teams opportunities. Um, both goalies were absolutely incredible. Uh, you know, um, you know, uh, Dryden McKay got um, his 26th career shutout, which is just absolutely insane to think of. He tied uh, NCAA record with uh, Ryan Miller. Um, and so um, he'll, he'll have a really good chance to break it here soon, uh, which will be really fun to see. So, um, so will that happen this weekend, though? Uh, <laughs> maybe not. Uh, huh? <laughs> uh, highly unlikely. Maybe, maybe Providence. I don't think Providence is, is you know, as good as they have been in the past. Um, uh, another, uh, another interesting, uh, uh, you know, you know, storyline to put out there. So their goal starting goaltender is Jackson Stauber. Um, his father, um, Rob played, played, uh, at Minnesota. Um, but, um, he was Dryden McKay's backup, um, his freshman year at Minnesota state. And yes, he, he wasn't was. getting he wasn't getting any playing time, and so he uh, decided he went back to junior. Um, and then Nate Lehman uh, picked him up, um, and now he's the starting goaltender for Providence. So it'll be interesting, you know, you know, if he has a little chip on his shoulder playing playing Mankato. But hey, I mean, he wasn't going to get any. You know, you can't take playing time away from Dryden McKay. So um, yeah, so that that'll be another in- interesting storyline to to watch on on Friday. Um, but yeah, and then, uh, you know, also on Friday uh, night, uh, Nathan Smith showed why he's one of the, one of the best players in, in college hockey and going to probably be one of the top scorers. Uh, he just dominated every shift he was out there and he got the, the game winner uh, on the power play. Um, and yeah, so finished one, nothing. Um, <laughs> like I said, the, both, both goalies are incredible. And then, you know, in college hockey, the team that loses, uh, you know, the next night on Saturday, um, they're going to come out and, and, uh, and, you know, and really dominate. Um, and that's what they did. Um, uh, kind of an unfortunate start for Mankato. Uh, both of St. Cloud's early goals went off skates. Um, the first one, uh, the guy was on a breakaway um, and uh, he shot it and it, uh, you know, caromed off a, a skate and in um, off a rebound. Um, and then the second one, same thing, uh, a guy from, from the point shot it in and it, you know, just creamed off, off a skate. And so Dryden, nothing he could have done on both of those first two. Um, and then, uh, St. Cloud got a power play goal and that really took the, you know, the wind out of the sails for Mankato. They got a late goal. So it ended up being three to one. Uh, but, uh, yeah, just, uh, great, great weekend of college hockey. Um, both teams, you could definitely see being the frozen four again. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Brett Larson, they did a, uh, they must've had a really good, uh, uh, video session because they, they really frustrated Mankato. Um, you know, Nathan Smith, um, uh, had, you know, he took a, a really bad penalty. Um, they really frustrated him. Um, and they just, yeah, they just, they, they took it to the Mavs. And so that's what you expect. Um, and, uh, you know, Hrenik, uh was, was great. You know, he's an LA Kings draft pick goalie. So, um, yeah, he, uh, he outdueled uh, Dryden on Saturday. So um, it was so nice to, to see a full, full arena both nights too. Um, and the fans getting energized and, um, you know, looking forward to seeing that all year. Well, and, and, you know, you're saying two goals went in off skates. I mean, they only yeah. scored five for the whole weekend between both teams. Yeah. So um, <laughs> that's 40% of them right there that were, you know, where you're talking about a goaltending matchup. 
I mean, holy smokes, you, 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 you know, you get two deflections that goalies really had no chance to stop. No chance. Uh, yeah. No chance. And then, yeah. you know, one goal is uh, two of them are power play goals. And, yeah. and, and, uh, and you're only talking about five for the whole weekend. I mean, yeah. coaches like that. I don't know if the fans like it, but the coaches like that. Yeah, I mean, both both teams. They, I mean, they return so many uh, of their uh, you know defenders too. Um, so um, you know, veteran uh, veteran teams, both of them. Um, and uh, yeah, both both coaches are just so so good. Brett Larson and in my case, things and um, you know what they've done with their programs and how they built them. Both teams are a little bit older than a lot of the teams in college hockey. Um, so, um, you know, they, they have that experience and just um, it had to have been so frustrating for the players. Like you mentioned, like they, there was no room out there um, and it was clean hockey. Um, uh, you know, both teams thrive on the power play. And, um, you know, when you don't get those opportunities too, it, uh, um, you know, it, it limits <laughs> oh, how you're going to score too. Um, cause both of those teams rely on special teams. So, um, yeah, it was, even though there wasn't a whole lot of scoring, it was still a lot of fun to watch. Um, cause, um, uh, like I said, both teams play a heavy game too. So there was a lot of, a lot of good hits out there. Um, a couple of dust ups. Uh, I thought it was absolutely hilarious on, uh, on Saturday, um, St. Claude's best player, Easton Brodzinski got a 10 minute misconduct from the bench. <laughs> uh, so he must uh, he must have been chirping a ref or I, I don't know what, what the deal was but it must have uh, been some good chirping too for that yeah I mean oh, yeah. I, I hadn't seen that in a while I was like I was looking around I was like this this was different you know they they pulled him off the bench and um, he had to sit in uh, for most of the most of the first period and then you know he gets the Bronx cheer getting out of the out of the <laughs> penalty box uh, in the second period you know so uh, that's that's got to be a miserable feeling, uh, you know, to be sitting there for, for 10 minutes for sure. Uh, that that had to be some high I, level. Second, chirping, I'll tell you that right now. I know Paul wants to ask you about big 10 stuff, but uh, yeah. when you're talking about only five goals being scored in that, in that weekend series between both teams, and then you look at, uh, at Arizona state who played Denver, um, eight, three loss uh, Friday night, four, three loss Saturday night. But Arizona State's got a 52.4% power play percentage right now. They have uh, three players with nine, seven, and six uh, points on the year. Um, it, they can't score five on five, but they sure can score in the power play. And I have no idea. Has there been any rumblings up there? Is it too early in the year to wonder what in the world's going on at Arizona State with a 52.4% uh, power play number? Yeah, I don't know, but uh, it's uh, you know it's nice having uh, the the those uh, NHL pedigree uh, fathers, uh, you know that you know that they um, are you know <laughs> have learned the game from. But uh, uh, it's maybe a little bit uh, refereeing a little bit maybe a little bit different uh, uh, down there um, this past <laughs> past weekend. Well, I don't know. You, uh, here's the thing: well, those are NCHC officials, so uh, it, it's it, it's weird. But uh, I don't know. They've uh, that the, the power play is just prolific. I, I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. I don't know if it can continue, but David Carl was stymied by it. He didn't know what to do to C to stop C it. Um, C <laughs> what? Well, you don't tell me you've not. Listen, I, I I love the ASU power play this past two weekends too, but it ain't the Russian five. Let's put it. It ain't this, <laughs> it, it ain't the Soviet power play. Let's let's be real. 
So yeah. anyway, I just want to know if the, if there are rumblings up there yet this early in the season about uh, a team producing. Uh, and they haven't really played slouches. They played uh, UMass Lowell and uh, Denver so far and been able to convert it quite a clip. Uh, that being said, though, they've scored 13. They've given up 19. So that's not really a winning formula. Um, <laughs> you no, got to figure at, out the goaltending. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, the defense anyway, uh, more than yeah. the goaltending. But uh, let me ask you a question here. Um, I assume I, – I, I don't know if you're – I assume you're going to be at Amsoil, and if you are um, – are the scouts going to outnumber the fans, or what's the story? Oh man, <laughs> I, you, no, hundred uh, percent. I mean, it, it's going to be a lot of fun hockey. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys have seen the highlights of, of Michigan, but it's just it's oh. it's ridiculous. I mean, I, just looking at uh, when you see the line charts, it's like you got guys on on the fourth <laughs> line that would be top line on anywhere else in the country. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's ridiculous. Of, of, of course, how many Hughes brothers are there? You know, there's another Hughes brother uh, on, on Michigan. <laughs> right. uh, yeah, it's incredible. This Kent Johnson, I think he might be the best out of all of them. Uh, yeah, Columbus Blue, Dra- uh, Blue Jackets draft pick. Um, he is so skilled, so fun to watch. Um, and then you got Owen Power, too, just the monster back there that can uh, rifle the puck um, and does it all. He might just uh, – I, I, I think we mentioned it last time, but he might just stay all four years just to avoid the – Yeah, well, the we get into that mess. Buffalo thing again. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> holy smokes. I mean, it's just – it is um, – uh, and, and, you know, you know, Duluth is not going to be intimidated no. by those draft picks. No, no. Um, you no, know, no. And, and Scott, Scott's a phenomenal coach. He'll have a great game plan. Um, you know, he can, he can watch the tape where, you know, Lake, uh, Lake Superior gave Michigan a run for their money early. Uh, it was four, four. And then, uh, you know, Michigan turned on the burners late, but, uh, um, yeah, UMD's, you know, veteran team, They've got a lot of great talent, great back end, um, you know, great goalie too. So yeah, that'll, that'll be a fun clash of, of, of teams for sure too. Um, yeah, I, I'm really looking forward to, to both games. Like I said, so many storylines, so many NHL draft picks and, and potential NHL free agents too. So um, yeah, I hope, uh, I hope Bam's Oils is, is full um, even <laughs> it, for, for, for both games. It better be. And it's yeah, crazy, it right? Be. Because – in in any other week, St. Cloud, Minnesota would be like uh, the top bill. Would yeah. be the top bill, right? Now it's 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 an opening act, right? Right. And this uh, it's too bad, you know. This uh, the icebreaker was supposed to happen last year. The same teams, uh, right? Uh, and so it's it's. Not, I'm glad that they were able to to reschedule and do it this year because um, the teams are even better. Um, so. Um, and um, Mankato, Minnesota State, number one team in the country. Um, so uh, we'll see if they can can uh, you know keep the bragging rights again for another weekend. Um, like like I mentioned, uh, I, I'm really hoping for for uh, uh, Minnesota State Michigan matchup just to, just to see the chess match between the offensive firepower and and the best goalie in, in college hockey. That would be a ton of fun. And plus. Uh, you know, Mel Pearson uh, and Mike Hastings have a lot of uh, um, history going up against each other. So, yeah. <laughs> I like the way you said that, by the way. It'd be fun. <laughs> I, I like stop. the way you said that. I, I, <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me to stop it. <laughs> okay, but, you know, four top say that. Nobody said yes, stop you, it. Yes, you were about. You said that. No. Who are you kidding? No, I didn't say that. Um, I was going to ask oh, Alex, so what in the heck's going on at Wisconsin? Yeah. Uh, they, can't, they can't buy a win. 
they uh i've always told my dad this uh they granado they just can't uh they can't find a goalie um i don't know what the deal is uh, no matter what they do they they, all, they always have the offensive firepower um but you know just they gave up way too many goals um i i, I don't i don't know if uh if it's kind of like uh the old uh, uh from a few years ago with with the gophers uh guys you know thinking ahead um and just thinking of uh you know their nhl um careers uh but um it, it, i don't know what <laughs> what the heck is going on he, they have so much more talent than than michigan tech um you know, maybe it's just a problem of, of chemistry early here, but uh, they're going to have to figure it out. Um, I thought it was funny too that they um, one of their um, one of their goalies was uh, was at the Gophers, uh, Jared Moe, um, and he's transferred there. So um, that that's going to be, like I said, another interesting storyline if uh, if he plays plays against the Gophers because um, he couldn't get playing time, um, with, you know, because they decided to bring in LaFontaine, but. Uh, yeah, I just uh, uh, and but they gave Granado an extension too, so they they must really like him. But you gotta you gotta. Uh, I always say this: it's like in football. If you don't have a quarterback, you're you're screwed. And if you don't have a good goalie, you know you're you're not going to go far into April. Um, so that's 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 a major problem. Alex, they played three goalies on Saturday. Yeah. It's three. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that outside no. of injuries. No. And the, and the third guy is usually a walk on, you know, or, a, or like a, you know, a guy that they find on campus. So it's uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's embarrassing. Um, you can't, you can't, you can't be losing the Michigan tech. Um, it's good for the CCHA. Uh, we'll yeah. take it with, with Mankato. The, we need all the help uh, uh, we can get with the, with the non-conference victories, uh, you know, for pairwise purposes. But uh, yeah, it just and it, stopped at home. At home, at home, uh, it's and, and and this weekend, if you count Thursday as a weekend, Thursday and Friday they have Army at Wisconsin, and that's not going to be a pushover either. No, no, those Atlantic teams they play hard, um, and they usually have uh, pretty good goaltending. Um, so uh, it's 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 you can't you can't even put to words how how you know frustrating that's got to be um for for the fan base it's like what what is going on here i mean you i know you lose cole caulfield but that's you know that's not every you know that's not that's not why you lost this weekend you know Uh, i'm not gonna lie i loved seeing those scores friday night with with the (laughs) with those atlantic teams winning those games like that yeah, um, Bentley and, and like <laughs> just like Bentley this. and Canisius and, <laughs> and, and, and Air Force and Air Force and and not for nothing but Mercyhurst pushed Minnesota. And I was listening to uh, Bob Motzko this afternoon uh, on my on my ride home from work. Um, he was uh, talking to Jess Myers and uh, and, and and Mick Hatton, and um, uh, he was not happy. And like, like, you know, it's almost like Denver um, when I, you, you know, it's almost like the perfect storm for your coach. You get the two wins, but you don't play that well. So you have plenty to go to the whip about when you hit practice ice. And yeah. <laughs> that's what it looks like. To, that's what it sounded like for Minnesota. And, you know, if they do that this weekend, they're done. Right. Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. It's, uh, you can't, you can't have that happen. I, you know, two weeks in a row. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, you're not going to recover against St. Cloud. Like you were able to do against Mercyhurst. 
No, I, no. I, and I, Alex, I got to ask you about another matchup this weekend because they, these two teams just played an exhibition a week ago or whatever. But uh, North Dakota at Bemidji State now. Um, <laughs> so, so how's that one going to go? Because North Dakota uh, usually has talent, but it usually takes them a little while to get steam rolling. And then at Christmas time, you watch out because they usually don't lose after Christmas. But uh, how's, how do you think that matchup's going to go? North Dakota at Bemidji State. Yeah, no, another uh, uh, NCHC uh, uh, CCHA um, um, you know matchup uh, again with this uh, um, with the with the COVID and in 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 the introduction of the transfer portal, um, you got Zach Driscoll um, who right. was who who originally started at Saint Cloud and then went to Bemidji and now is at North Dakota, and I think he. Um, he um, created a little history for himself too um, to have shutouts at three different uh, <laughs> teams <laughs> in, in college hockey, which you'll never see ever again. Um, but uh, you know, it'll be—I think it'll be tough. Um, you know, if Bemidji gets an early one, then they they completely shut down. They're the toughest team to play against um, when they have a you know a lead like that because um, Saratori just his defensive structure just you know they really just suck the life out of teams you can ask wisconsin how that went in the ncaa tournament um right but uh you know north dakota has so much talent they have another schmaltz on there um you know a couple of the brothers played college hockey um so and sanderson is uh i i think he's right up there with owen power as one of the best he's uh, all world uh, he's all uh, world best defenseman (laughs) and he always got the pedigree from his father again uh like i mentioned for other teams and so He's so much fun to watch. He, you know, does it not only offensively but defensively as well too. Well, and, and I misspoke on that one. It's not. It's North Dakota at Bemidji Friday night, and then uh, Bemidji at North Dakota Saturday. So I love these two, and that's the same thing I'm going to witness down here with Denver and Colorado. Uh, I'm Denver and Air Force sure. at Air Force Friday night, but then Air Force and Denver. So any thoughts on that? Do you like that? Where they're uh, they're flip flopping on the same weekend? Yeah, I love the home home and home, um, especially when the, the teams are close. Um, you know, you know, you can get both of the both of the fan bases traveling from from one spot to the other. Um, you know, they not don't necessarily have to get a hotel um, and and drive. Um, it just it you know it creates especially uh, especially if the you know the 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 home team uh, loses on on Friday. Um, you know, then they they try to go in in, in that other barn on Saturday, um, you know, and try to steal the thunder. Um, so it's, uh, it's fun, uh, you know, and it creates a little more animosity, I think too. Um, and, uh, um, just, yeah, it's, it's a battle. I, I, I love, I love the home and homes for sure. Yeah. I, I, I can't wait for who knows when one day, um, my guys will be able to do that, say in Las Vegas or Salt Lake city or, <laughs> or Los Angeles one day, who knows? Right, right. <laughs> um, yeah. We need. I, I was mentioning. Uh, I mentioned this my da- to my dad all the time too. Uh, how much fun would S uh, Division One hockey be for the SCC um, and in uh, Pac twelve? It'd be be so much fun to to get some of these large schools into D one hockey from their club teams. Well, I mean, if, you know, I I do try to, to follow some of those, you know, some of these, some of those schools and, and, you know, some of those 
club teams down in the SEC. They 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 uh, they pack them in there, and you know, and and as far as the Pac-12 schools, um, I some of those teams, you know, long before any of us were around or were even a twinkle, they had pre-World War II programs, the varsity D1 programs at USC and UCLA and Stanford, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. They got shut down by the war. Yeah, it's 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 unbelievable, right? <laughs> and people and people don't even realize that. There's a a story I have bookmarked about uh, Minnesota going out to play schools in California when they had, you know, was it John is his first name John Mariucci. Yeah, yeah, actually yep. on the roster, and he was like the big star attraction even in California when he <laughs> when they made that road trip. So, um. It has happened. I mean, those, you know, obviously, you know, resources got shut down during the war, but so it's not like it's never existed. So uh, we just keep our fingers crossed and hope one of these days that uh, um, it happens. The, the new commissioner of the Pac-12 is a BU alum. So, you know, he's been around big time college hockey. That's huge, right? <laughs> you know, uh, the UCLA AD. It came from Boston College. So, I mean, these things are possible, and who knows what happens um, in, 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 you know, in, in Seattle. I mean, and obviously not any time in the next couple of years, but, you know, maybe, you know, after a few years of success with the Kraken, uh, maybe uh, the, the folks up there at uh, Washington decide, hey, you know, this could work, and, and they come in there too. Yeah, well, right. let me tell you where it's coming first, you two. Both of you can hear this one. Uh, it's either going to be UNLV or Utah as the next team in the West. Uh, UNLV is starting to look like a powerhouse in what they're doing, um, bringing Minnesota kids in uh, <laughs> to dominate uh, the ACHA level. Um, they want to win an ACHA national championship and, and propel themselves into NCAA. Um, and the sleeping giant is Utah. They are uh, climbing up the uh, the ACHA ladder as well, and they've got everything in place. They've got the arena. They've got the school backing. Um, they just need a donor, uh, and they can make this thing happen. They also have women's hockey, so they're, uh, they're going to be um, ready to go, let's say, whenever they decide that they need to make the jump. But I think they all think, like Lindenwood and like Arizona State was, that they have to win at the level that they're at first. And um, – who knows what will happen, but keep an eye on those two schools, UNLV and Utah. They're going to be the next ones in the West. Okay, I'm ready. I'm okay with that. That's fine. Let's do it. Let's, Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it now. What are we waiting for? What are they waiting for? Let's go. Right? <laughs> I mean, the hard part is the arena. Utah's got it. Yeah, that's, you, that's the frustrating. It's always, too, really. It, the pushback you always hear is facilities – facilities facilities and it's like these schools have have the money you know especially the big ones well but they also have the facilities already there right yeah right. in utah it's right across the street from the campus sure i, I don't know if you consider nebraska and iowa west but <laughs> you know but bob Motzko was like come on guys you already have the buildings let's go 
Right, right. I mean, yeah, it would be uh, the Big Ten definitely needs some more schools in it for sure. Um, yeah, it's definitely not enough. <laughs> no, no worry though. Illinois is coming on soon. Oh yeah, so we, we already know how tired I am of hearing that. Man, it, it's it's uh yeah, it's a tough scene when you hear an Augustana uh, being able to get a team before Iowa, <laughs> Illinois. You know, <laughs> come on. And, and let's not forget the Title IX stuff because that sure. also can be an issue. Yeah, there's a lot it. of there's a lot of scholarships that got to be passed around. Yes. Um, yep. to, to make that happen, so it's let's not go. necessarily. Get the women involved. Yeah, we want you the have, women too. I, look, Yes. I know I'm saying that, but I'm, what I'm telling you is you can have a facility. Great. You got the facility. You can have the support of your athletic director. Fine. But right. where the money comes in is you got to fund those scholarships and travel for two teams. Of, there you go. You know, there, see, see. you know, men's or women's, whether it's both men's and women's hockey or if it's uh, men's hockey and women's lacrosse or whatever that sport may be, you have to be able to have the funding to uh, to fund both of them. So. Well, see, it's the travel. I don't. I don't want to hear that it's the scholarships. I. I don't. That to me, that's a paper transfer. That's. A, that's a bunch of garbage. When I. When I hear that, I'm like, you've got to be kidding. Don't. You want to tell me that you. 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 You've got to have somebody put up some cash to cover the initial three or four years travel expenses, those kinds of things. I. 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 I can buy that. But yeah, I don't want to hear the garbage about scholarships. scholarships. Well, no, travel I know what you said. I, I delineated. Did Alex uh, is he deaf or did I or am, am is my mic off? Did I say something different? <laughs> did I? No, no, no. <laughs> that's holy that's smokes, I Alex. Mean, if we need to, we can mute him. We really can. <laughs> well, you, I'm surprised you haven't done it already, but that's not the point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so so looking. Looking through a crystal ball this early in the season, um, Minnesota State, number one. Yeah. Um, where do you see the top ten, uh, if, if you have any idea? Just just kind of spitballing it right now. Who do you like in the top ten? Obviously, you got to like St. Cloud, and obviously, you got to like Michigan, correct? Right, right. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> they, they're going to be right there. Um, I love, uh, uh, love North Dakota, um, and, uh, you know, uh, Denver, Denver just looks like they're just going to score the lights out against, against everybody. Carl always has great, uh, great teams. I know his assistant Tavis, uh, he, uh, uh, lived in, 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 uh, in Egan for a while here. So, um, and his, his daughter played, uh, uh, soccer with, uh, my sis- younger sister. So yeah, he's, he's a great guy. Um, and, uh, let's see, uh, you know, another team that's kind of surprising, um, is Omaha. Uh, Omaha is off to a really good start. They have a, a Vegas uh, goalie draft pick. Um, so I think they'll, they'll be in the mix. Um, you can never count out BC. Um, and uh, let's see who else, um, you know, another, another team that uh, always seems to be right in the mix too is Quinnipiac out East. Um, they, you know, they had an amazing game against uh, Mankato in the tournament. Um, and I just love, uh, love how they, uh, how they build their teams. Um, you know, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, we didn't have the Ivy league teams, uh, uh, last season. So, uh, it'll be interesting to see the, the Harvards and the Cornells cause they always, uh, uh, seem to be right in the mix too. So, um, and then you got, <laughs> uh, team like Michigan tech, uh, what a way to start the season. Um, you know, that was unexpected, but, uh, we'll see if they can, 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 uh, carry that momentum going forward here. 
Well, and, and if you look at the the one poll, you have Minnesota State getting 17 first place votes. Yeah. St. Cloud getting 14, Michigan getting 16, and you had Minnesota and and Duluth and and Denver getting one each, but you don't usually see that kind of split at the top. No, no. Um, yeah, that was, uh, um, yeah, was <laughs> kind of interesting. Uh, uh, the voters, uh, they seem to think that there's a clear, uh, uh, clear top four though, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, or five. Uh, yeah. Or five. Um, and, uh, yeah, it'll be, be interesting. Um, yeah. The one thing that, uh, worries me about the Gophers, um, is especially you say, you saw that against, uh, Against Mankato, um, their team uh, that can get frustrated really easily, um, you know, and uh, against a against well coached team, uh, you know, like like Mankato and how Mike Hastings prepares, um, that's that's the only int- you know um, kind of interesting thing is, um, you know, they they have a lot of young guys um, and can they put it all together come tournament time? And we'll be able, uh, we'll be uh, interesting to watch Michigan too um, and see if they. You know, once once the pressure's on in a, in a tournament setting, can they keep it going? <laughs> so I'm I'm looking forward All to right. that. I got one final thing for yes. you, then we'll let you go. Um, yeah. I, I just turned on the TV. I actually had it on the whole time, but sure. um, Vegas and Seattle are just starting. And Dave Hackstall, yeah. of course, we know about his history at North Dakota. Yes, man, the Kraken just came out flying and nearly scored and drew a penalty. Uh, not even two minutes into this game, so. Uh, your thoughts on Dave Haxtell and, and what's he going to be able to do with a professional team in Seattle? Yeah. How about Ronnie Francis? Just uh, like keeping that ironclad, you know, the, um, no one, no one saw Dave Haxtell being, no being the hire. Um, so <laughs> exactly. that was, that was interesting. Uh, I've always liked him. Uh, you know, I think, I think Philly was not the right spot. You know, if you, if you're uh, no, you know, a no, younger, younger, younger coach, <laughs> um, you know, and he's out in Seattle. Um, the expectations aren't, uh, you know, it's not like they're going to win the Stanley Cup. So, you know, it, he's going to get get some time to to build this team here. Um, they really didn't um, in the expansion draft. They didn't really get a guy that's a point, per, you know, point per game type of player. Um, so it's a lot of guys uh, that you know you would think would be in the AHL or you know third or fourth line type guys. Um, and then you got uh, well, their captain Mark Giordano has been in the league for a long time, but it's a it's a youthful team. Uh, we'll see. Uh, you know, I think he's a really good coach, and uh, um, you know they have. Um, uh, you know, a lot of mo- lot of the ownership, uh, you know, um, will will spend a lot of money um, eventually, and they're going to have a nice arena. Um, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. Hopefully, they can create a r- little rivalry with uh, Vancouver. Um, and uh, um, you know, they yeah, you know, they have a lot of history of of, of hockey in that area. Uh, you know, successful uh, WHL team in in Portland. So I mean. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm 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 rooting for him. Uh, I've always liked uh, Dave, and uh, you know when I was uh, uh, working for the team at Mankato, um, you know I always got to interact with him when Mankato played North Dakota, and he was always always super nice and um, yeah, root, um, cheering cheering for him yeah. out there for sure. Well, first he of was, all, I root for nice every Philadelphia Philly. coach to fail. <laughs> yeah. I root for every Philadelphia coach to fail. Um, <laughs> so that's one thing. Uh, secondly, um, you know, it's, uh, in as far as Seattle is concerned, um, you know, I, I, 
I, I think they'll benefit. I, I, th- I don't think they took the, the Golden Knights approach to it or let the fact that, that Vegas was went to the Cup in their first f- Cup finals in their first year kind of affect the way um, that they're going to build their team. Um, well, they're behind one nothing. So yeah, I, I get it. I I, I saw that. They outshot of, them. They outshot yeah. them 40, they, 40 to one in the first three minutes. And yep. the one shot that got in uh, is a goal by Max Pacioretty. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Michigan. Um, you know, speak of the devil. Just yeah. what a player. Uh, he's had he's he's had a heck of a career. He'll he'll be on the Olympic team for sure. And uh, you can't give you can't give that guy space. Um, you know, he's out there with Mark Stone. It's just that that top line that they have is incredible. He yeah. just ripped it by Grubauer. That was yeah. <laughs> that was impressive. <laughs> yeah. So and and they benefit from what I think is is a weak division. The three California oh. teams are oh. not not oh. ready yet. So basically, I've been, uh, I've been sorry. I've been on a pup, a couple of uh, NHL podcasts last week, and we were just talking about. Um, what what Connor McDavid is gonna do oh. to this division? <laughs> it's it's gonna be That's if scary. he doesn't get a hundred points. Scary. Yeah, it'll be, it'll be something. yeah. Well, he might get a hundred points by Christmas. <laughs> yeah, you know, but um, you know, the the three California teams are not ready. Oh, so no. it's so basically, you you have Edmonton, Calgary, Vancouver, and Seattle. Uh, more than Vegas. likely fighting for those, you know, second, third, and fourth in that division. Um, and you know, Seattle, uh, and it's not a, it's not an accident that they're playing their first game against Vegas on the road tonight and the <laughs> home opener next week or, or, you know, whenever the, whenever the is, is against Vancouver, I believe and it's mm-hmm. not an accident. So, um, no, it definitely, um, sets up nice for them where they, they, they can, tamp down the expectations and yet still be a, a playoff contender. Right. Right. Yeah. It's <laughs> they're, they're in an ideal situation. Um, yeah. Um, uh, they're going to need their goaltender to be good. Grubauer. Um, You're going to you need know. to be better than he was on that first shot. Anyway, yeah, it just, I mean, that was, <laughs> right. that was something else. And look at that. Yeah. Vegas, they, uh, they led the NHL when, in, uh, when, in, in winning percentage when, when they get the yeah. first one. So, so. Good luck. <laughs> Alex, uh, enjoy the weekend. Yes. Uh, it's going to be fantastic on the icebreaker. Who knows? We may have to call you back again to talk about that. If uh, if Minnesota State and Michigan get together, no kidding. Uh, we may yeah. need to hear about that again. That could be something special. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll be here with Air Force in Denver. Paul will be in his basement with uh, <laughs> six screens going on. and Or trying uh, to the rest, anyway. The rest of the world will be enjoying college hockey, but – Thanks for taking some time to come on. Give your yeah. dad a bad time. Tell him yes. that uh, he's got to quit avoiding us because uh, Paul really wants to lay into him about the weakness of the Big Ten. Yes. <laughs> I don't. What, what is it? What do I have to lay into it for? It's it's there. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You got to needle him for sure. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, um, I'm sure he'll come back. Well, Michigan and Minnesota. Yeah. Okay. But you know, uh, Wisconsin and. Penn State and Ohio State and Michigan State. So let's go. Okay, we we know the Big Ten. We know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Alex. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate it. Enjoy the weekend, okay? Yes. Yeah, talk to you soon. All right. You got it. Paul and I will be right back to wrap up another episode of College Hockey Southwest Weekly in two minutes. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old.
to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running through my head, locked and loaded. If you live in the valley, you know that there is no shortage of great Mexican food. But if you want authentic taste with a fair price and relaxed atmosphere, then head to Burrito Express. From the breakfast burrito served all day to combination plates for lunch, Burrito Express delivers that homemade taste you would expect from your own kitchen. Try all of our authentic Mexican recipes at any of our six East Valley locations, from Scottsdale to Gilbert and all points in between. ASU alumni owned and operated since 1995. Go to burritoexpress.com and check out our menu or find a location to order for fast pickup or delivery. Broadcasting from the Summer Skate Studios, Summer Skates, the ultimate hockey player's footwear. This is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. All right, welcome back in, hockey fans. This indeed is College Hockey Southwest Weekly. Uh, another show where we're running long, another show where we could have got another hour. Uh, always stuff to talk about, especially when you bring on uh, Alex. He's got so much insight into uh, the state of Minnesota and beyond. Uh, it's it's fun when there's that much well, stuff going on. And um, as I update you on what's going on in the NHL, um, Seattle is going to run out of gas before the end of the first period because they are pouring it on and they're now quickly behind 2 nothing. That was Mark Stone getting the second one. Yeah, I mean, you know, when you're scoring two goals on three shots, that's a, that's a pretty good percentage. You know, you, yeah, you, well, you Vancouver's try. trying or I'm sorry, Seattle is bringing the energy, but the energy is is just a lot of running around. It's not no, no, um, they're getting good shots. I mean, they hit a post, they hit a crossbar. Well, I know, but I mean, they're they're expending a lot of energy to hit a post and a crossbar. Yeah, well, that's what happens, right? Especially when you're on the road. Well, that's what you try to do, but yeah. uh, can you sustain it is the thing. So, oh, we're going to find okay, out. Uh, or maybe you will because that's too late for me. I'm, that's my <laughs> you know, i got to go to work tomorrow. Just a, yeah, just a quick recap. Uh, a huge series in Minnesota. What, icebreaker tournament. Four teams Listen, you know, uh, the, in the, one spot. I, I know we like to concentrate on the four teams that we cover. But I like having folks on that that you know can that can give us the perspective at at least of you know elsewhere. I mean, one of these days we got to find somebody to, that that can maybe give us a little bit more of an East Coast perspective. But um, yeah, and and it puts things into perspective as to our four teams, how they right. fare. And where they look, I mean, I asked Alex at point blank. I said, what do you think about this power play? Because I don't care um, where you are. I, I know, but you're still 54%. Uh, good Lord. And you didn't play slouches. You played Denver and UMass Lowell yeah, uh, in well, your first two games. So uh, we'll see. It's not going to hang on at that clip. We understand that. Well, let's hope the five on gracious. five doesn't hold up on that clip either. Yeah, but I mean – Come on, you gotta you gotta give some acknowledgement to the fact that you got three guys that are uh, basically leaving the country and scoring after two weeks. 
Um, you're doing something right on that end of it, but uh, the win-loss record is what's going to get you into the tournament, and you well, got to improve I, that if yes, you're Arizona State. That's pretty much what it comes down to now, doesn't it? W's. Yep, sure does. It doesn't matter if uh, you've got the leading score in the country or if you have um, a bunch of guys with uh, two points each. As long as your uh, win-loss total is favorable, you're going to get in the tournament. And I'm sure the computers right now are starting to already blow up because uh, trying to mix and match what we're seeing so far in college hockey, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much what it comes down to, right? I mean, we gotta, we have to wait and see. Uh, you know, it's it's early. Things get blown out of out of whack, so to speak, with the uh, uh, with the numbers early. But you know, uh, it's time to uh, get with it, and things will start to settle down and get a little bit more normal. Um, just, uh, you know, just like I said, it's just a, a big weekend coming up with all of those big top games and, uh, you know, in-state rivalry with, uh, Denver and Air Force and Colorado college playing at union where their head coach played and, you know, ASU having to rebound against New Hampshire, who, uh, is two and oh, and they won their first two games and they've got to figure out, you know, how to not leave the goalie hanging and leave the back door open on every play. But, you know, hey. Got to start somewhere. Yep. All right. Uh, go ahead and take it away, my friend. All right. College Hockey Southwest Weekly from the Summer Skate Studios has been brought to you by Behind the Mask, and it's three Valley locations. In line or on ice, we are the go-to place for all of your hockey needs. See us at BehindTheMask.com. By Summer Skates, outfit your entire team with personalized koozies and shower shoes. Go to IcetimeHockeySW.com and click on the green Squad Locker tab. By M-Drive, help for your immune system, building lean muscle mass and making it through the day without that afternoon crash. Go to MDriveForMen.com and see how the high-protein, low-carb start shakes can work for you. By Burrito Express, our family recipes to your table the place in the East Valley for great taste and great value. UNLV Hockey, ACHA Division I Hockey, world-class education, and a destination city. Jesse Ray's Barbecue, stop in for lunch at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas, or get the three-time Best of Vegas winning barbecue at your next Allegiant Stadium event. Boost Mobile, you choose, you save. Mix and match any line to create your own family plan with prices as low at $15 a month per line. And by the NCHC and nchc.tv. History, Blue Bloods, Upstarts, the NCHC has it, and nchc.tv has you covered. Go to nchc.tv and subscribe. College Hockey Southwest Weekly and all of the Ice Time Hockey SW podcasts are available every week live on the Podbean app and available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, the Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, the iHeartRadio app, and on the TuneIn app. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcasts. College Hockey Southwest Weekly is a part of the IcetimeHockeySW.com network. Very well done, my friend. Uh, we will remind everybody the spotlight game for us in NCAA hockey this week is going to be Denver at Air Force and then Air Force at Denver. Uh, Wednesday night, uh, of course, club hockey. That's tomorrow night. We'll have our club hockey show. And Thursday night, our uh, – ITHSW WCHL matchup is right here in Colorado as well as Utah. 
Uh, second week in a row gets the spotlight as they uh, are going to be taking on the uh, University of Colorado Buffaloes. So all kinds of good stuff coming. Of course, Colorado College at Union and uh, our friends um, at uh, Arizona State University will be hosting New Hampshire. Okay, our thanks to Alex Micheletti. I can't even give a, a title anymore because he's going to quit his day job pretty soon and just do podcasts. Because Probably. He's, he's, uh, he's so well uh, tuned into what's going on. And uh, I thank him so much for giving Paul the education. It's Mankato, the Herb, and Minnesota the Wealth. And we'll say goodnight. Ralph Engelstad <laughs> Arena and the Herb Brooks National Hockey Center. <laughs> love it. Well done, my friend. You've been, you've been schooled. I love it. All right, we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein and the Peacemakers. De Niro, goodnight, everybody. Good night.